Welcome to the Life 365 podcast. That's L-Y-F-E for living your faith every day because faith is not just for Sundays. We live what we believe every single day. And my goal is to inspire those who are willing to believe a better life for themselves and those around them because the battle is won or lost in our beliefs. Talk about this coronavirus. I know we were supposed to be continuing the discussion on the mind, but I got drafted by some forever friends that go way back in the day, Nick and Chloe, and they wanted me to speak on this. And they even gave me a a title, him or hysteria. Are you calm or are you covered? And I like that, Nick. Um, Let's talk about it. What have we seen in these last couple of weeks? We have seen some things that have been unprecedented. The NBA shutting down, NBA players being diagnosed with the virus, um, jobs saying don't come in, uh, stuff flying off the shelves. And I still don't know what I'm supposed to do with all this toilet paper. Um, if you need a roll or two, let me know. I got you. Um, we've seen some, 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 pretty crazy things and we've laughed about some of it but when we when we really slow down and we really look at what's going on it's pretty serious Uh, there are some that are saying it's overkill there are some that are saying we need to take this very serious and they have self-quarantined and nobody is leaving the house for anything um so which is it I think because I was asked for my opinion and I 100% um, tell you all all the time, I don't tell other people what to believe. So this is just my take. You have to decide what you believe for yourself. Um, I believe it's a lot of uncertainty. We just don't know. Is this virus the threat that some think it is? We look at past um, viruses and we can say like H1N1 came along and all these other Zika viruses, even Ebola and all these things were going to be the thing that was going to wipe out humanity. I can't say because I don't have access to the research, whether it took people down so fast, like what's going on in Italy or what's going on in China. I don't know if this is a diversion. I don't know um, if this was intentional. I don't know if this is somehow tied to our finances and this is going to cripple people economically. I have no idea. And the truth is, no one that we have contact with really knows, but I can tell you God knows. And this has not caught him by surprise. So what should we do in times like these? We have to fall back on our faith. And I have to say, just because you are deathly afraid right now, does that mean that you don't have faith? Absolutely not. Just because you're cool as a cucumber, does that mean that your faith is solid? Could be, but it could also not be. Because let me tell you about what fear does. Sometimes fear makes some people panic. Sometimes fear makes people blow things off and refuse to deal with them. But what I can tell you for sure 
is this thing that has happened, this slowing down that has happened is forcing us to come face to face with what we truly believe. And can I tell you something? I honestly am not afraid of the coronavirus. I am not afraid of financial ruin. If those things happen, I have no control over them. But does that say my faith is solid and I'm not afraid of anything? Absolutely not. Because when my friends messaged me or tagged me on Facebook to do this topic, I was stuck in my mind in a place worrying about something that I have no control over that has nothing to do with the coronavirus, nothing to do with my finances. And it showed me no matter how full of faith you can be in one area, we all have those areas that we don't want to deal with or that give us some fear. Because if we had perfect faith, we probably wouldn't be on this side of heaven. So this slowing down that we are all forced to do is going to force us all to take a look at where we are and to face what we have been running from. If you are a busybody like me, there's probably some things that you have not been wanting to face, not been wanting to deal with. And I don't have the luxury of kids to homeschool. My kids are grown. I've been working from home so long that I had started going in the office because I'm tired of working from home. So what this season is for me is to face those things that I have not wanted to face. For somebody else, that time at home with their kids could have them to evaluate. I've been saying all the time that I wanted to be in control of my kids' education. Well, now here you have it. Um, those husbands and wives that were so busy that they didn't have time to connect. And now that they have the time to connect, are they connected? Maybe time is not the issue. Because I can tell you, when you don't have a thing, you can fantasize that it would be the thing that would change everything. And I've heard really, really rich people say they wish that they could give everybody the money that they think they want so that they can realize that wasn't the thing that was missing in their lives. Before I moved into the neighborhood that I live in now, we, I didn't have a lot of sidewalks and I would fantasize and say, you know what? If I had a sidewalk, I would get out there and walk every day. It's because I live over here and I can't really be walking outside. That's why I don't work out like I need to. Because if I could just go out my door and walk and be safe and have sidewalks, not have to worry about the traffic, I would walk. I want you to know I probably have um, five plus miles of sidewalk in my subdivision and I could circle it as many times as I want to make it be what I needed to be. And the first year that I was here, I had to just check myself like all this time you said that was the thing keeping you from what you wanted. But now I realize that wasn't it. I was keeping me from what I wanted. And if we use this time um, that we have right now, this, this downtime, to really get face-to-face -face with ourselves and face-to-face -face with God, we will identify what it is that we are really afraid of. If it is coronavirus, if you're afraid of um, what happens to you, don't just use this time to despair. 
Use this time to make a plan. Have you have you written out your your life, your your will? Have you written out your directives? Have you told your family um, or your spouse or your children what you want to happen to you if you die? Like we can use this downtime to be productive. We can use this downtime to really get in touch with God because a lot of people were upset because the church closed. If you don't know how to get in touch with God without the church, make that your number one. It's great if that's the way you do your relationship for those that need the church and they work in the church, but we are the church. And he said, where two or three are gathered, you can still have church with just you and another believer. And sometimes we can get so in a habit of practicing our religion, going to the place, letting someone else lead us in worship, letting someone else lead us in philanthropy, letting someone else show us how to give and what to give. We don't know how to do it on our own. You don't need a church to give. You don't need a church to worship. You don't need a church for the word. There are so many hurting people out here. The thought that there are some children in homes where they are being abused and now they got to be there 24-7 with some people that don't want them to be there, with some people that may not be doing the spiritual thing to resolve their fear. And that's scary. We can use this time to be on our knees for this nation. We can use this time to really be neighbors, to look out and see, is it somebody down the street that could use something from me? So the question, are you calm or are you covered? If you are really covered and if that's what you truly believe, now is the time to show it. And we need to understand that one size does not fit all in this coronation. Some people can lock up and not go out of the house. My son still got to go to work. I still got to take him. My daughter is in news. She still got to go to work every single day. Um, My nephew got a brand new baby that's about to leave the hospital and he's about to start a brand new job. So his life don't even look like Corona. Sometimes we think that everybody's life looks the same and it doesn't. One of the things that we could really take away is what I keep preaching. Our beliefs are for ourselves and those who believe like us. If if your neighbor doesn't believe like you, don't shun your neighbor because you don't know what shoes they're walking in. Um, for those people that still got to go out and about, they got to stay prayed up. They got to stay be careful. We can't be touching. We can't be coughing. We need to do all these things that they say we need to do. And I don't care how much you say you've been washing your hands. When I first washed my hands for 20 seconds, I realized I haven't been washing my hands that long. That is a long time to wash your hands if you time it. So now is the time for us to practice these new skills. But now is also the time for us to say, Who will we be in the face of this thing? We don't know what's brewing and we can't know, but we know the one who holds our future. We know the one who handles everything when life becomes uncertain. And that is who we must look to in these times. So for the very first time um, since we have been coming together and since 
these times really do require something different. I want to close with a prayer. If you don't want to pray with me, you can go ahead and click off now if you hadn't already. But if you believe that God is able to meet every need, I would ask that you now join your heart with mine, join your faith with mine, and let us seek God together for the healing that we all need. Dear Lord, I come before you right now on behalf of myself and on behalf of every single heart that is joined with mine to pray this prayer. Lord, these are some uncertain times, but you are the captain of uncertainty. So Lord, would you teach our hearts not to fear for anything? Would you teach our hearts that you have everything under your complete control? Would you teach our hearts that by faith, if we believe, you said that we would have the thing that we believe. So while we are washing our hands and boosting immunity and not touching surfaces and doing all of those precautionary things, God, we are trusting that you protect us. We are trusting that you have the power to heal and deliver. We are trusting that you have the power to cover. And Lord, in our strength, we're praying for those who are weak. We're not judging them. We're not praying on them, Lord God. We are praying for them. So if there is a soul surrounding us that is afraid, God, let us not judge their fear, but let us be the peace that they need. Let us have an encouraging word. And Lord, right now, I pray for those who are battling with anxiety and fear. And right now they are losing their minds. They're scared for their children. They're scared for the world we live in. They're scared for what's really behind this God. Would you send peace? Would you let everyone know that no matter what we face, you said that we could overcome. You gave us the victory so we can overcome anything we face. We have seen things that have come our way. And there's even more things that we weren't even privy to seeing that you have protected us from. Would you reassure every single heart that you have us and Lord, let us be your hands and feet and show one another, show one somebody that I got you in this down season, season, Lord, would you birth some purpose? Would you let everyone that is now filled with all this downtime and filled with purpose? Would you let their purpose bubble forth? Would you let them know that this is the time to seek their kingdom that you created in them, the purpose that you've birthed, birthed in them, would you let them know that now is the time for this? Lord God, raise up humanity to do great things. And I'm already hearing stories of people covering groceries and people delivering groceries to other people and people doing things at the checkout. Let this be a time that our true spirit comes through. And Lord, for those babies that are in homes where they're not wanted. Lord, for those babies who are in homes with angry people who can't go to work. Lord, for those angry people who are really just scared. For those angry people who really are just so far from your love that they don't know how to give love. Lord, would you send your spirit. Would you send your spirit to keep those children until they are able to recover? 
And would you send your spirit to heal the anger and the violence that is still going on despite this virus? Lord, would you give wisdom to the officials that are making the decisions? And Lord, when we can't do anything else, would you let us know that it's okay to surrender to you and trust that all things are as they should be. We love you. We thank you. And in the name of Jesus and Lord, we won't just pray in your name and not act like you. So when I say in the name of Jesus, I pray that everyone that prays in that name really seeks to love like Jesus and do the things that he said to do, not in the rule keeping, but in the love and in the treatment of each and every neighbor, no matter what the neighbor looks like. In the name of Jesus, I pray and I ask these blessings for every single one that needs them. And if you believe with me, just say amen. Until next time, people, be the light that this world really needs. Take care.